Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's-get-it-done realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our field. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. So today on the show, I'm so excited to have my little conservative friend. <laughs> I am his liberal box of Cracker Jacks. Jonathan Sweat without COVID. Jonathan, how are you? Hey, how are you? I am doing awesome. <laughs> so I'm happy to be your conservative little friend. <laughs> That's right. So today we are going to talk about the lender-realtor relationship. It's the only topic that made sense for Jonathan and I to go over because Jonathan is my lender. He is the person we work with. And so the struggle that realtors and lenders have is the relationship between lenders and realtors, why we need each other, how we work together, what the appointment looks like, right? Just the ongoing relationship is a struggle. And I think it's because most people don't do it right. And I think a lot of times there is no acknowledgement or understanding with realtors and lenders the symbiotic relationship we have to have, right? Your success equals my success and vice versa. And then if we care about a client experience, which is paramount, then that relationship is huge because these parts, right? Getting them through the lending process, which can be miserable and getting them through the purchase or sale all has to work seamlessly. And I think if the realtor and lender don't work well together, you can't have an amazing experience in the end if you did an amazing job with their loan. If you and your team, which you do, blow it away and then I mess it up, doesn't matter how well you did, right? And if I did the same thing, if I mess up or if you mess up, right? If I have a seamless, amazing, blow it out of the water experience, but the lending process is awful and they don't get the service or they don't have their questions answered, then it just doesn't work. So one thing we love about working with you is it's a fantastic experience. So we're going to get into how we met, right? And we can give some tactics to people to having that relationship everyone wants to have with their lender at whatever level they want it. So you and I met because I was a coach and you were being coached by a company. So we met through the company, right? We're in the same state, but not in the same town. So I think it's important. So I'm in Charlottesville, you're in Roanoke, you're about an hour and 45 minutes away from me. That is important. So five, six years ago, it was super important to me in my head right? That everything was local. We are a local small company. I thought I had to have a local lender make sense. I was very, in my head geographically, it was super important. This is important for our story. Right. So Jonathan, talk about like, how did we connect first? Gosh, I think even though we're both in Virginia, I think we both met in Arizona for the first time and in a room, probably five to 700 people or so in the room. And I had heard there's a coach in this program that is from Charlotte School, Virginia. And I thought, I've got to meet her. I have to probably give this disclosure too, because I am very much a class case or a definition of an introvert. I like to talk to people I know. And if there's a room full of people, I will find someone in the room that I might know or I can hang out with. Being that this was one of my first experiences at this place in Arizona, I didn't know anybody. So like, let me find someone from Virginia so I found Marjorie and we talked a little bit and that was really about it. I don't think we talked very long at the event, but I talked to her long enough to know that I know I like you. You're very authentic, very genuine. I like this person, but it was honestly probably a pretty quick conversation. Yeah, because it's like a wedding, right? Hello, hello, kiss the baby. Yeah. There's people everywhere. So it's not a small room. So then we reconnected, right? You called me, you had to have to say, hey, let's get together. Yeah. So 
if I can go into this, there's two struggles I have with calling people. One being an introvert. I was being coached at the time. There was two different coaches that made a huge impact on me really building a realtor relationship because I'm very much up to this point, probably 17 years in the business before I met Marjorie and really relied on almost working sort of as a kind of like a firefighter. You call me, I'll get the loan done. Anytime there's a need, you call me, but I was not pursuing relationships. So at a time in my business, I could almost, even though I'm commissioned, I could have probably just put myself on a salary because I was making the same amount of income year after year after year. And then my coach challenged me, you've got to build some relationships. You've got to go after new people. So one of the things was calling agents every single Monday. That was one of the things. This was a challenge for me. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't like anything about it. And I'll never forget, her name was Lisa, what Lisa told me. She said, you're calling because you're trying to get something. Stop calling to try to get something. Call and give something. And she said, when you call with the attitude and mindset, you've got something to give to the other agent or to whoever you're talking to, you will get fruit from that. So I had to get my mindset, I think, fixed first to start making the phone calls. And then another coach came by and we were talking about Marjorie and he said, you got to call Marjorie. And I gave every excuse in the book. Like she's a coach. I'm a student. There's this huge chasm between what she's doing, what I'm doing. So I saw you at like rock star level and I'm being a little pawn. Like, why would she ever meet with me? So that was one obstacle I needed to get over. And the other big obstacle in my mind, too, that I put there on my own, and I think Marjorie had a problem with this, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're an hour and 45 minutes away. So here I am calling on someone, rock star level, I'm a pawn, that's my mindset, wrong thinking, but it is what it is, and she's an hour and 45 minutes away. How is this going to work? But that's kind of how this started, was getting my mindset fixed first that I can give something to Marjorie, even though she's maybe in my brain at a different level than I am, but I've got something to give to her and to her clients of something of value that I can offer. And then secondly, having a coach kind of kick me in the butt to pride, push me to make the phone call and make the appointment and get an appointment. Kind of how things started. Right? Yeah. And I think that's so funny because here's the thing. You see someone on a stage and you think, wow, they've got it all together. And frankly, the person on the stage has figured out one or two things that they do really well. And they're a mess in many others. Because mm -hmm. listen, I know all the coaches and they have like this superpower that they've maximized. They're really good at connecting or they're really good at closing, right? They're really good at converting whatever their strength is. But there's so many things they're not good at. So this assumption that someone's got it all figured out always makes me laugh because look, I could interview my husband on a podcast and my team, they'll be like, oh girl, this is what's wrong with her. So I always think that's interesting because that fear of, oh, this person, no, right? Like if you think about it, you have your superpowers in your business and then you have things that you still struggle with no matter what. You yeah. will always. So yeah. I think having the coach was clear because you had someone push you. But I think just making the phone call, right? Ultimately, just saying, look, I'm just going to make the phone call because mm -hmm. I do laugh. I think that a lot of lenders are scared to make the phone call. But the funny part is like there's only so much that can happen. I mean, if you really play this through, you make a phone call and someone's horrible and they hang up on you, right? Well, it didn't hurt you right? Like, yeah, it hurt you probably your pride or whatever, but you cross their name off and move on. You don't want to do business or be in relationship with someone like that anyway. So I think it's so funny. We set up this phone call. It's like the phone call equates jumping out of a plane and going skydiving. Like that's one thing I'll do a lot. That's one thing I'm like, no, but it's a phone call. 
right? So if it's like, just pick up the phone. Hey, I really would love to meet with you. I've heard great things about you or your clients, the Smiths, any way you can make it warmer and just call. We met at the summit. I'd love to connect with you, right? Yeah. So you made the call, we connected, and then let's talk about that. So we had our appointment. I'm pretty sure you drove up to Charlottesville, which also, by the way, showed how serious you were about it. I was important enough that you were going to drive here, right? That was a commute for you. You were going to make that effort, which was showing me, wow, this person's really going out of their way to connect with me. It's an honor for someone to know you're making that great of an effort. Like, wow, I feel important, which people love, right? So you came up here and we met. Yep. I remember very clearly the first time that we came up and met you guys and I knew you had a team. I think at the time you had three others on your team. So I know now this was super important. I don't know if this was just a stroke of luck or a genius on my part in the very beginning, but I did ask in the beginning, what coffees do other people on your team like? So I wasn't just bringing you a coffee. I was doing it for everybody else. So stopped at Starbucks on my way into Charlotte School, found one closest to the office, picked up everybody's favorite drink, and then we came. And really, I think we hung out for maybe an hour or so in your conference room in your office. And in my opinion, for me, it was a really good meeting. I know in my experience prior to this too, it's like I can go and have what I think is a really good meeting and walk out, think I landed that deal. And now their leads are just going to start rolling in. At this point in my career, I was very clear that's not what happens. It's about having that first appointment, listening to, do you have teammates? What are their interests? What do they like? And coming in and just honestly, just being real. And I think that's what I like so much about you in the beginning is you're a very real person. You're very authentic. And just sitting down and getting to know you and your team. I don't think we talk anything about mortgage rates or about my service or about my closing times or about our underwriting or about our different programs. It was really just sitting down this first appointment, getting to know you and the others in your team, right? Yeah, my team are shaking their heads. They're actually in here because they were there. It was that. And I think that's the key. I think People go into a meeting, think, oh, I've got to show my expertise and I've got to show I have this amazing process. And the funny things the, the do not do. So we'll joke and you did not do any of these, but I always laugh because of course we have these meetings where we'll call your clients. Well, yay, good, 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 good. Yay, that's your job. And we close on time. So can you imagine if I would compete for my sellers saying most of the time we'll sell your house, you should hire us because 98% of the time, it'll close. I mean, come on. Plus, I don't care yet, right? So I don't care because I don't know you. And again, I think you and I can agree most, almost any meeting, I don't care if it's an interview for a job or meeting a, a business partner or a buyer-seller appointment or a consultation, even frankly, when a borrower comes in to meet with you, yes, of course, how much it's going to cost because they're terrified of that. Mm -hmm. But none of that is going to matter if you don't care about them, if they don't feel like this guy can get it done. I feel comfortable with them. They're going to take me through this. So that first meeting with the team, frankly, is also how does the team feel about you? Because I think what people don't realize, it's great how I feel, but they have to feel comfortable with you. And you bringing your team in our team's meeting was huge because it's kind of like my executive assistant connected with yours. And like everybody got to meet each other. And we all said, gosh, we like all of them. There are people that we laughed. We had a great meeting. We connected. Right. And that connection is the first meeting. The other thing I would say on this too, I think loan officers make this way harder than it needs to be. All it needs to be is connection. What you just said, like a conversation, kind of like us talking right now, it doesn't need to be me thinking I need to get a PowerPoint presentation together to go in and present you 
why we're so incredibly awesome and why Alcova is so incredibly awesome. It's not any of that. It just really takes a whole lot of the burden off my shoulders with a new conversation I'm having. It's just going to be real and just be me and let you be you and listen. Listen, and I do like going in with a notepad and taking notes. And I've got a notepad right in front of me right now. So I will sometimes say, hey, I'm bringing this in just because I don't trust my memory. I don't trust my brain. I want to make sure I'm writing down some important things about our conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think the key was we really like them, right? They're like us. It was clear that you guys got great synergy, which we do. We were very close. You were very close. We could connect with you. You had the same way you did things. And even though we didn't talk business, it was clear, right? We knew from leaving that meeting, yes, they'll take care of our clients. We can relate to them. Not only they're super fun, it's clear they're good at what they do, which is funny because how was it clear they're good at what they did? We didn't talk about it, but you know what I mean? It felt like, yes, they get us, right? This is a good fit. This is a good match for us. And that's what that first meeting really, because again, you could have had the highest or lowest rates. You could have charged a million points. At that point, frankly, it didn't matter. But here's what you did, right? Four lenders cementing appointments with the realtor. You didn't do this and this isn't us, but let's make sure. So many times I think the lender's like not sure, right? And they're like, ooh, I'm just gonna send them a text. Just hope tomorrow still works. Because if it doesn't, we can reschedule. You're giving me a big way out. So what you need to do is if you're gonna do a text or a call, so that call should be like, so if you're the realtor at this, hey, Jonathan, it's Marjorie. Just wanted to make sure you knew I'll be at Starbucks at 9.30 tomorrow morning, sitting, waiting with your ice caramel mocha. I can't wait to see you. I ain't canceling now, right? But if you text me and Jonathan, I know you're busy. I know I'm busy. If tomorrow doesn't work, it's totally cool. It doesn't matter. Like, no problem, dude. We'll just cancel. Like, we're going to cancel, right? So cement it with, can't wait to see you. I'm going to have your coffee ready or whatever it is. I'm going to the meeting, right? Even if I know I'm super busy, I'm like, oh, then I'm coming. So can't wait to see you tomorrow. Got your coffee ready. Let's go, right? So mm-hmm. don't give that kind of, you didn't, but I just think too many people, like even they've got the meeting set up now, they're like, oh, or I'm busy. Understand this meeting can be one of the most important meetings in your life. I think if you guys don't look at it this way, and this is both, yeah, because realtors are like, really? Yes, really. You can be connecting with someone. So it's important for me, but like, look, we've met, Right. So let's really think about our teams have super connected. You and I have super connected. I'm now doing podcasts. This podcast is happening because I met you. Let's just be clear. I speak to Alcova and I've met your lenders and I've gotten to know the owners of your company because of our relationship. Right. Right. Our teams have connected your business through coaching and frankly, your hard work. Coaching is important, but you do the work has doubled, tripled. Right. Our lives have changed monumentally. And we could both say, not completely, but from a relationship. So I think people don't really think about the impact you've made on our clients and what you do for our business. And we're going to get into that. But I don't think you should ever underestimate a meeting. Right. Mm -hmm. So all the realtors out there that, oh, a lender called me, I didn't meet them. Shame on you. Shame on you. Because first of all, yes, it could be a new business partner. It could be someone that you meet that you can introduce to someone else. It can be someone that can teach you something that can change your life. So I think all the people here that are not taking these seriously as they should be and lenders that are too scared to call the realtors, some of them are mean. You don't want to work with them. I don't want to work with them. Like, right, I hear that you guys need to call 40 realtors and I'm like, whoo. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know how I get through, but it's not easy. We know this, but gosh, find 40 realtors that you want to call and send memes to and connect with and teach and help. And then you have more joy. So I just can't, I can't stress that enough. So, but here's what you did, especially right. So I think this is what you guys, we have the appointment. 
the appointment isn't here's my rates. Don't throw up all your blah, 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 FHA, VA, blah, 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 blah. We don't care right now. You do loans, gotcha. But then what do you do next? Because again, you walk out. We had this great meeting and you are correct. Even though we thought you were the greatest ever, does everything shift on a dime? Do we say, everyone stop? We're going to change everything we do. Everything immediately goes to Jonathan. We formed a relationship and how did you follow up? Well, so number one, follow-up is definitely key. And how I followed up, I have to go back and think on this because it's been a few years ago. But you did mention to me, like I, I did listen because the conversation initially was about getting to know you, getting to know the team. But I did listen to you too. And we did talk about business a little bit as well. And you mentioned it's super important to have someone local. And I remember that. I also remember you all saying it's super important to have a lender. You like having a lender at your closing. So later when we came back and followed up, day that I was in Charlottesville, I passed very close to your office, a place that was leasing space out, which I stopped and actually called the owner of the building to get some info on. So started looking at some things like that, looking at getting a Charlottesville telephone number just to make your clients feel like maybe they were working local. And to me, you know, I mean, if you live in like Houston, it might take you two hours to drive across town. I can still be in Charlotte for an hour and 45 minutes. To me, I started thinking, the more I thought about it, like this is more of a mental thing in my brain than it's than the challenges. Like, let's just make this happen. So I do remember the first few closings we did, I drove to Charlottesville, took a closing go, showed up, and made that just part of my work day. So then COVID came along, and that kind of changed the in-person necessity too for both of us being at closings and also meeting your clients so i mean zoom is my friend in fact 30 minutes after we finish this i've got one of your clients i'm meeting by zoom to do a loan consult with and it works great so i think people are more apt to care about seeing that you're caring for them not maybe meeting physically at the same place but anyhow the question was follow up and I rambled. So follow-up was just listening and showing that I was paying attention. And this was important to you. And I wanted to make it important to me too. I mean, we had a meeting and he considered renting space in Charlottesville yeah. because he knew how important at that time in my head. Now, of course, the world's changed. And also I realized, yeah, duh, a lot of people don't come in person. Like we're big as realtors. It's in person. You come into my office for consult. Now, this is pre-COVID. Or, of course, at a listing appointment, I'm at someone's house. So in my head, that in person was really important. Now, it has changed. COVID, the only good thing to come from COVID because it's been obviously horrible is the Zoom appointment is now more expected. And frankly, for you guys, probably before as well. But the fact that you were willing to do that is to me crazy, right? Like, I mean, come on, someone's willing to make that big of an effort is showing, wow, it's that important that you heard what I was saying and that we thought was super important and that you drove up for a closing. So you really demonstrated it's really important to you. Right. And it was very easy for us. And then my whole team would come to Roanoke and we'd have lunch. We toured your office, you toured our office. And I think that's one thing. If you lenders meet with someone, what's the follow up? So let's say it had just been me and Jonathan. Hey, I think our teams would connect. So if you have even an assistant or a team, which a lot of people have, let's get them together. Let's get back together and introduce them. The mm -hmm. more you can connect the teams, the better. So anyone with teams, you're missing out. Right. And then your follow-up is unbelievable. So like we have a book reading challenge. You might be beating me, but guess what? So we were both going to read, I don't remember, was it 50 books or 75 books this year? 52, one week. Okay, 52. So um, 
that might be close. So we have this book challenge. So Jonathan sent my entire team a book to read. We're going to do a book reading together, right? I send him books. He sends me books because we're both readers. He'll text me. I'm reading this right now. Or he'll say, I'm kicking your butt, right? And we're very competitive. So I'm like, oh, no, you're not. But the follow-up is constant. So let me just tell you things that he does, right? So when we send clients to him, a lot of times lenders will send, let's say, a Starbucks card to me. Well, we get five, right? So the whole team gets a Starbucks card. That means a lot that we get five lottery tickets. And believe me, a card comes, they're like, yay, because there's like a lottery ticket and they all do it. Because think about also the importance of my team to me and your team to you. And if you just sent me something, they're all like, oh, Jonathan sent Marjorie. And so birthdays. And again, let's be clear. It's the acknowledgement and the thought. I'm giving all these examples and it sounds like, oh, well, he just buys some stuff. No, 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 no. When a team member has a birthday and they get cupcakes or they get a cake or they get a gift knowing that they're important, that's everything to me. Right. So that the understanding of the importance of the team. But I think the follow up for us. So Bethany and I talked about the importance of what he does for the team. And I want everyone to hear this because I think you all need to pay attention to this. They said that the level of nurturing that your team does and how much you pay attention to us, like you're really involved and pay attention to us. You know how our team works. Like her example was a perfect one because she's also my executive assistant. You don't just email me and say, hey, let's do this because let's face it, someone manages my email. So they know, oh, this is closing information. Brittany needs it. We want to set this meeting. We got to make sure Bethany's on there because that's how it's going to get done. You understand Mm. the inner workings of our team. You're very clear. Communicate on this. This is important to them. Oop, there's a problem. We're not going to wait. This is their expectation. You know our process, right? And the biggest thing I think that's most important that's morphed, Bethany had mentioned that I think is key for any lender listening is that when we started working with you five years ago, right? So when we started at that point, we had lenders and we would send out an email. If there was an email that was sent out with two names. So I would have told you that never happened, but apparently it did. So two names. Since we started working with you, there has been one name. And one name only. And as you will work with Jonathan, he's our person, call him, that's it. So just know the involvement, right? And how things change. And by the way, we had two tight relationships at that time. So quite frankly, they're both great. We love them both. So I think as time goes by, guys, in your relationships, because of the paying attention and staying in touch and how do we help each other? And for you lenders, the question, well, how do we do that? Let's really think there's levels or tiers. Not every realtor that Jonathan works with is he probably sending memes and calling a liberal box of Cracker Jacks, right? Like it's probably not everybody, but what can he do for them? Well, he does a great job, right? And he's there for them and he's consistent, right? And they know he's like a loyalty uplift. I will say he's that for us too. When we send people to him, In the response, it is, you are so lucky to be working with Marjorie and her team. You make us look good and you cement us. And there are times we're competing and I send people to you and we get them. And a lot of it is also how you talked about us. So I know you do that for all your realtors. I know you do. You can help them, coach them. Like you do coaching. So what are their struggles? So you lenders that are meeting with your realtors, what are you struggling with right now? Like, what are you seeing in your market? Because some maybe aren't struggling. How are you doing right now when everyone else is struggling? What are you doing to get your offers accepted? Be interested, not interesting is Uh really a key, right? For that relationship. And like I said, Jonathan and I text each other. I mean, I'll get funny memes. We can be in meetings. We call each other and say, hey, are you doing this? We are friends, right? He is a friend. I'll do anything for his family. He would do anything for mine. That's the ultimate level you all are trying to achieve. That is having a real relationship with your business partner, with your lender. So I will interview you again on some other tactical things, but I think that 
people needed to hear the evolution of a relationship. I think they needed to hear getting brave to start with making the phone call, right? Getting in front of someone, not spending the whole time talking about yourself, making a connection, being willing. Now, I'm not telling you all to go lease buildings in other towns, but it's so important to work with you that I'll get a local phone number. I mean, come on, how do you not at least try to work with someone for that? I mean, there's no way around it. That is commitment. That isn't realtors are important. I love realtors. I get my business from realtors. I hope I need realtors. Like, <laughs> right? Like you are one of a pod, right? We're pod people and you just hope you can pick one of us up. And then that continuing relationship. And then frankly, let's be clear, you and your team do a phenomenal job, right? Like you can't have this great relationship. Let's be clear on that too. You could be the greatest person in the world and your systems and team are a disaster and I'll still love you, but we can't work with you. So you've got to back it up with that as well. Mm -hmm. You have put together, like, I love you. I love your company. I love your team, right? Everything about the experience with you. Our team loves you. We got a video of you like dancing and singing, which I mean, he's an introvert, but we're working on it. So we bring out the funny in each other too, right? So this has got to be some fun. So we love every day that we got to meet you and that you made the phone call, right? That you made the connection. You got out of your own way in terms of, like I said, oh, she's a coach. Who cares, right? right? We're all people that need to work. So love, love, love that we have gotten to meet you. Anything else you want to leave them with? Any lender out there right now, what would you tell them? I said this a little bit ago, look at every relationship you have. Look at every phone call you're going to make. Look at the people that you want to target. What do you have to give to them? And everybody needs each other. And I think at some level, we're all broken people. So find the brokenness and just add value and just be real. You don't need to to do a whole lot of work. Just going to be genuine, be authentic, and give value to other people and love other people. So our mantra at our team is this, and it's on our wall in our office, love, serve, care. If you just love people, serve people, and care for people, to me, that's how you're going to build more relationships, but it's got to be authentic. It can't just be saying those words and listening, but not taking action. So implementation too is super, super important. That was perfect. I'm just going to say thank you because I think that was the perfect ending. And again, thank you for joining me, for being here on Real Estate Unscripted. It's an honor to work with your team. It really is. You guys and gals, amazing. Just kill it every single time. But I love your system. Love your team. Love you. Um, You liberal bucks of Cracker Jacks is what you are. And I like it. (laughs) All right, my conservative friend. We will talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Marjorie. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and homebuyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.